In the year 2022, gamers everywhere are in despair, with no good gaming podcast to listen to, until out of the ashes arose the multiplayer gaming podcast with its funny hosts, incredible gaming content, and phenomenal community. You too can be the hero the world needs by heading over to MultiplayerSquad.com and helping support the show. Now, let's hear from our champions in this incredible episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are a pod run by three dads who have regular day jobs, and we get together and talk about one of our favorite hobbies, video games. Please make sure to rate our show five stars and leave a written review. You can find us on socials at MultiplayerPod, and we would also love it if you would come check out our Patreon page. We rely on our listeners to keep the lights on and keep these podcasts coming, and support starts at just five bucks a month. If you join, you'll get some amazing perks like exclusive episodes every month. And who wants to miss out on extra content? To sign up, just go to MultiplayerSquad.com and become a squad mate. Alright, time for some introductions. I am your host, Paul. And joining me is a man who enjoys a nice cup of grog. He's sailing the seven seas, working to raise his infamy level. It's Josh. Ooh, I feel like I would be a pretty infamous pirate. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know i can definitely then, see you being a pirate in a different life i i really do feel like i'd be the guy that got caught and then made an example of too though <laughs> you think so I, I mean i'd like to think i would get away with things but i really feel like I, at some point my infamy would just catch up to me <laughs> very nice and then joining us i really hope he doesn't quit the podcast and spill the beans on everything that happens behind the curtain here Although, lucky for him, we don't have non-disclosure agreements like Bethesda. It's Michael. Oh, thank goodness, because I talk about way (laughs) too much stuff all the time. I feel like, uh, you know, living here in this watershed, uh, Mm. I I don't get to spill the beans enough, though. But I just Mm. wanted to use the word watershed because I'm still trying to figure that one out. (laughs) It's like if you buy someone, like, a calendar where they teach you a word a day and they're just forcing it. That, that That's you with Watershed ever since you learned it. That'd be a Watershed calendar. <laughs> it would be. All right. So today is Thursday, which means it's time for This Week in Gaming. And we can just call this the All Leaks episode. We are going to be talking about leaked video footage from Skull and Bones. We're going to talk about leaked information about Starfield. We also have leaked information about a new game in the works that's going to try to take on Rocket League. (laughs) And before we jump into that, we do have a couple of announcements to talk about. So first of all, we are going to be switching up the next deep dive that we are doing. All apologies to Michael. Michael was so excited to announce that we were going to be doing Elite Dangerous, and we are immediately pulling the rug out from under him. I actually have a plush pillow uh, on my bed that when I get really sad, I snuggle with it. It's got a picture of Josh's beard on it, and I just, I just hold it, and I, I cried into that pillow last night. I just, it's very funny that we do not pivot from deep dives when we announce one very often. I think we've done it maybe twice in the history of the show. And then we finally go like, hey, we're going to do Elite Dangerous. And oh yeah, by the way, now, psych, how great would it be if we just 
always say, yeah, don't worry, we're going to do Elite Dangerous, and then we pivot. And then <laughs> yeah. it's like, no, no, we're going to do Elite Dangerous, and then we just pivot. <laughs> like Every two weeks, we're just pivoting <laughs> off Elite Dangerous onto whatever is the watershed game of the day. I mean, I feel like we do have a very good reason to pivot off of doing this, oh, this great Elite one. Dangerous deep dive. Is it because we all got into a certain beta? Oh, maybe. Yes. <laughs> Tell the people, Josh, what are we going to do instead? Well, so we all got into the Overwatch 2 beta. We were very excited about it. We've talked about that on a couple of recent episodes, but we all got in and we started playing a little bit and we went, man, there is enough changes to this, to this game, basically, that we could actually do like an Overwatch 2 beta deep dive. And we just went, yeah, like, let's do that. It's current. It's the big thing going on right now. It just felt like it was the right time. And on top of that, Elite Dangerous is a monster of a game. And I feel like two weeks was probably not enough time to do it full justice either. So it kind of was a win-win for everybody. I like it. Yeah, I think it'll serve the Elite Dangerous episode well, and it's also nice just to get new information out because we knew in theory a lot of the changes to Overwatch 2 but until you're actually playing and experiencing it, it's kind of hard to talk about. So even though we won't have access to any of the PvE stuff, we will be able to do a full deep dive on the PvP, all the changes, the new maps, the new game modes, all the character changes, so much to talk about. And then also, we want to reiterate another announcement that we made on our last deep dive on the Weird West episode. So if you really want like the long version of the announcement, you can always go back an episode and listen to that one. But we are also switching up some of our Patreon perks. So, Michael, do you want to talk a little bit about the change that we made to the Epic tier? Yeah, I'm not breaking my NDA if I do this, though, right? <laughs> no, okay. you're, I just wanted there's to, a special clause. You're allowed to talk about Patreon. Well, I don't read these things. I just sign them because <laughs> they're like, hey, you're fired if you don't. I'm like, mm, sign on the X. <laughs> yeah, so what we're doing is we're taking the same perks that you had with that $30 Epic tier, and we're making it more available to everybody at half price. $15 a month, everybody. <laughs> See that? I added some sound effects in there because everything's better with sound effects. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yes, the Epic tier will not change other than being half the price. And then also we are switching up the bonus episodes that we used to offer. So we were doing the short quick take episodes that released twice a week, which we always said were like five minute episodes. And we are going to replace that instead where we are going to release episodes twice a month that have all three of us present that will be at least 30 minutes each. So you're going to get bonus episodes, uh, whether you sign up under Rare, Epic, or Legendary. And so if you want to sign up for that, MultiplayerSquad.com is the place to do it. And you're going to be getting some awesome new bonus content, which we're going to call the Squadcast. So if you become a squad mate, yeah, if you become a squad mate, you get access to the Squadcast, and that's the way to do it. This is actually my favorite part. I'm so excited because I love the quick takes, and we still get quick takes. But... Did I just NDA that wrong? Did I just... You, no, go, yeah, go for you it. I the totally Michael. that. You might as well tell him. <laughs> oh, man. I totally... Gosh, man, that NDA again with that. What does that stand for? Non- Non-disclosure agreement. Dumb as I You sound signed sometimes. it, Michael. What are you... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're also going to be giving you the quick takes. We'll be releasing one episode every single week from our log. So here's the coolest part is that if you were supporting the show, you might have heard them. But you get to hear them again, and you get 
an extra two bonus episodes a month, though, the Squadcast, which is all three of us, which is my, that's my favorite part. I'm so excited to spend more time with you guys and to just chat about the cool things we love, answering some questions and just random, random banter. So that's what I got there. NDA that. Yeah. Yeah. And the key thing there is that the quick takes coming out on Saturdays will be available to everybody. So if you have never heard them and you've never been able to support the show financially, you're going to be getting an extra episode every week now. So we will have our hour-long episodes on Monday, our half-hour This Week in Gaming's on Thursday, and a five-plus-minute quick take on Saturday. So So extra content for everybody. Yeah, so wait. Somehow we've lowered the cost of the epic tier, and we're giving you more content. That's awesome, right? I'm excited. I mean, the listeners deserve it. Let's be honest. Hashtag truth. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is honestly, this is, this is, you know, if you've thought about supporting the show in the past, it, you know, this is honestly the best time. The, one of the reasons that we lowered the epic tier was we had a lot of people that said, Hey, I love supporting the show. The entry level tier is $5 a month. I want to give you guys more, but it's a fairly significant jump to go from $5 a month to $30 a month. Do you have anything in between? Because I'd love to support more than just the $5. And we kind of went, well, no, we didn't, but you know, we've had enough people now to ask that, that it, it kind of makes sense to be honest. And the legendary tier is going to stay the same because you do get to pick a game for us to deep dive. Um, and so, you know, that has worked out really well. Um, and we want to kind of uphold the sanctity of that legendary tier. You know, I mean, what good are legendary drops if they're all over the place, right? So that's that's <laughs> right. remaining the same. But for the people that wanted to do a little bit more support of the show versus just the rare tier, now it's a lot easier to do that. For everybody else, I mean, if you're listening, you are supporting the show. So thank you for that. You're going to get more content now for free too. So be on the lookout for those Saturday releases of those quick takes. They're awesome. They're easy. They're short. They're sweet. They've got a lot of really neat content to them. So I'm excited, man. Lots of awesome changes happening. Yeah, and it's a really cool, intimate little one-on-one, too, because it's just one of us in the quick Ooh. takes talking about something that we feel like is important to talk about at that time, and I think it's I think it's awesome. Um, also, because you brought it up, Josh, I have not experienced a legendary deep dive yet, so out there, I know I've got Red Letter, Michelle Butler, um, there was somebody else as well as a legendary supporter. Guys, pick a game for me. Come on. I, <laughs> I may have been chatting with a listener the other night who was actually playing Overwatch 2 with us, by the way, uh, because oh. we do love playing games with our listeners as well, uh, who, who may have spilled the beans saying that he is about to become a legendary supporter and was only agonizing over what game to make us play. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fingers crossed it's not Fortnite. <laughs> I don't think it'll be Fortnite. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we are like halfway through this episode, maybe we should jump into some <laughs> want to talk actual about content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's let's move into this week in gaming. So, Michael, I have no idea what you've been playing, but you did say that you had something that you were looking forward to talking about. I assume this is some kind of new game that you've gotten into. Yes, absolutely. My friend and supporter of the show, quite a tool, uh, has been hounding me to try this Finnish game, uh, Finnish from Finland. Uh, that's a country. And uh, shout out to any Finnish supporters that we have or Finnish listeners as well. But it's called My Summer Car, and it's a survival <laughs> game somehow because you have to eat, drink, hop in a sauna, reduce your stress, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, while you're literally like the game starts and you're staring at a garage with this broken down shell of a car and in the garage is like you know those big industrial costco shelves you've got that have just just giant metal racks and there's car parts 
all over them. And the whole point of the game is literally just to assemble this car while you're watching to not starve to death or get too much stress or uh, you actually have to go to the bathroom in the game. And it's hilarious. But I've been absolutely addicted to it. I can probably only play it for like an hour and a half at a time and not knowing much about cars. It's actually teaching me a bit. I do, uh, full disclosure, use a guide on how to put a motor together. But you literally put everything on. You have to screw the bolts in. You have to put the whole motor together piece by piece. The head gasket, the headers, everything, the exhaust. And I don't know, man. It's it's just it's a breath of fresh air, but I've been I've been all about it. So my summer car, if you want to hate yourself for a little bit, play that game. It's fun, but I hate myself for playing it. I I just never been able to get my brain wrapped around these simulator type games. Like my kids mm-hmm. went wild for Goat Simulator for a little while. And I just laughed. I was like, a goat simulator? But now, I mean, you've got, you know, Euro trucking simulator you've got lawnmower simulator i mean you've got the power washing simulator like i get like they seem like they're relaxing games i guess like is that the shtick is that they're relaxing this game is not relaxing it is extremely (laughs) stressful because you're sitting there trying to drop this motor in the car after you spent probably like four hours of game time actually building this motor and then it's like oh my character has to go to the bathroom so like i'm like i have to stop dropping this motor i have to run over and go, <laughs> go drop some middle <laughs> yeah go drop something else and then i've got to eat things and i drink another it's it's hilarious but it is kind of i i would say it is kind of relaxing once you get the hang of the survival part of it but it is a survival game first an engine builder second but oh i i do like it it's challenging though that's what i like about it it's, it's a hard game it's there's there's no sugarcoating it's 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 a hard game so I'm watching footage of this, and <laughs> yeah, when you need to relieve your urine meter, uh-huh. you're you're in first person perspective here in the bathroom. <laughs> this is this, this is an element I'm not sure I've seen in a game before. <laughs> oh, I don't know goodness. how I feel about it. It's not graphic, uh, but you see us have like an aiming mini game, uh, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> so yeah, I'm- no, there's 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 drips going all over this bathroom in the footage so, that I'm watching. I have to say that I didn't think it mattered at all, but the first couple times that I relieved myself, I'm like, this game's not going to be that detailed, right? I'm, I'm in the middle of something. I'm just going to do it right in the middle of my kitchen. I stained the floor in my kitchen. There is a oh, permanent no. urine stain in the kitchen of my house, and I can't get rid of it. Now, have have you died? Like you can actually oh, die. Yeah, I've died, and and there's an option for permadeath or not permadeath. permadeath. And I had I had permadeath on. <laughs> it's a roguelite. Yeah, and I was out <laughs> trying to go and gather these GT wheels for my car because someone was like, "Hey, get the GT wheels. It's found in this broken down shed. You got to drive for like a half an hour to get there." And I was driving my uncle's tractor because the car wasn't running yet. And I went to get them, and I'm on my way back, and I, I had a heart attack because my stress levels got too high because I wasn't near my sauna. <laughs> nice yeah i was literally going to ask if you could get a heart attack from the stress meter so that's quite funny and i had to completely start over and then go in the settings and turn off um permadeath also when you first start the game side note you do uh, make a fake driver's license and i originally thought the game was swedish but i may have imported a picture of stellan skarsgård one of my favorite actors and called my character (laughs) stellan skarsgård Th- that's okay is he finnish is that why you picked he's him? swedish i thought it was i thought oh, the game was swedish because someone told okay. me it was swedish might have been quite uh-huh. a tool might not have been and then later on i'm, I'm like that's the <laughs> finnish flag that's a that's a finland flag right there because you got a big finland flag in your garage anyways we can move on but seriously this game's ridiculous play it it's pretty casual you can come it, back to it, is, leave it but it's is awesome. this an actual recommendation from you then michael 
I actually think it is. Um, and it's funny because I was going to do a quick take on this. And now y'all are just going to have to wait because I, I might have to still do a quick take on it and just throw it in the regular lineup somewhere. But it, I do recommend this game, actually. It's a lot of fun. It is frustrating. It's hard. But I, there's something about it that's just so unique. It looks a little bit like work. That's my I was one say, hang that's up. The, it's absolutely work. A lot of these simulators, I feel like I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I, I mean, if I wanted to mow the grass, I'd just go mow our grass. But I don't want to. That's the whole reason. Yeah, it's absolutely work, but still play it. It's good work. Oh, what a goofy game. How much does it cost? This can't be very much. Oh, I don't even know. Oh, it was $15. I believe 15. I got it for okay, $15 on right. Steam. Yeah, I mean, it's really cheap. So If you spend $15 and you get four hours of entertainment, that's a win. Oh, yeah. yeah. Four hours is just trying to figure out how to get to the store and back. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, knowing Michael, he probably bought the Ultra Deluxe $100 fancy box set. Sadly, <laughs> they don't have one, or I would have. <laughs> All right. Well, that's very nice, Michael. Uh, I don't think this game would have hit my radar if you didn't bring it up. And uh, I did have to mute myself while chuckling at some of this footage. So <laughs> I, I, I do <laughs> I do enjoy the recommendation. Anything you've been playing that you want to talk about, Josh? I, I don't. I've just no. been solely playing our deep dive games. I was going to say, yeah, Overwatch 2 beta. I've been having uh, a, a blast, to be honest. Uh, no spoilers, but yeah, that's I, I'm hopping in there every chance I get. I keep waiting yeah. for the invite from you guys to come play. And maybe you're just like, you know, we actually want to win a match. So Butler can't come along. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to learn a new healer, Michael, because Mercy is uh, kind of tough in Overwatch 2. We'll, we'll have to talk about it later. But I honestly really want to play Arisa and try that first to see how the changes are. I really, I'm really excited to get in there and do that because disclosure, I haven't played it yet because we just downloaded the beta a couple days ago. And I was seriously sitting here in this office alone for a couple of hours of the night waiting for paul and josh to just slash invite me um <laughs> nice you'll have to get your javelin on <laughs> yeah i want to see what that's like yeah <laughs> all right so let's start off by talking about skull and bones now skull and bones i think we might have brought up once or twice before we have talked a little bit about it this is a game that is in the works by ubisoft I think they've been working on it for like eight years at this point. The game has already cost them something like $120 million. That's crazy. <laughs> and there was a little bit of leaked footage because they opened the game up to a technical beta test and somebody leaked a little bit of footage this week. So there was a six minute like narrated tutorial that was really just to get you set up in order to jump in and start playing the game right off the bat. All of us got a chance to watch that leaked footage, which was verified by Ubisoft as being legit. Anything that stuck out? Uh, do you guys feel optimistic, pessimistic? What were your impressions? I I feel a little pessimistic, to be honest with you. Um, I I watched the six minute leaked footage trailer, and then uh, in preparation, I went back and I watched they because they did a twenty three minute E three twenty eighteen kind of presentation mm -hmm. uh, where they showed a lot of gameplay and the combat on the ocean does not look like it has changed at all. Yeah. So from 2018 to 2022, none of that looks like it has changed. And at the end of that 23-minute video, I was so bored from watching that <laughs> video. No, I'm not like not to sound like, you know, but it's 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 this thing where it was a 23-minute video and they did the exact same thing over and over and over again for 23 minutes straight. And I get that they've had 4 years now 
to to change this game and they have said hey this game kind of really went through a really rough time in development and we've pivoted away from what you've seen before but even in this 6 minute video you see some of the combat and the animations still look the same you know it's still look they're not going to scrap everything and so that seemed very very similar to what we saw back in 2018 I was very excited for Skull and Bones because who doesn't want to play a massive multiplayer online pirate game? But I am very skeptical now. I did not see anything that actually really blew me away on this. Yeah, I I kind of feel the same way. Like the graphics look nice. I like you know the the shading looks great. I like the shading. That's one thing I like. Mm-hmm. I kind of noticed. I'm like, hey, it looks good. Um, it's weird that I called out shading specifically, but like if you get shading wrong in a game that takes place in the sun and then stuff like that, then sometimes it can just look really. It can kind of take you out. The game looks great, yes, but at the same point, um, I'm going to agree with Josh, which you all know I hate doing. I hate agreeing with him, but um, <laughs> but I'm going to agree with him completely and be like, I I'm just not. I'm still excited, but my excitement bar has now become a please, please just be good excitement bar where I'm still holding on to my hope and maybe I should let the hope go, but it's still a pirate game. It still looks awesome, but it doesn't look as awesome. I think you got to let go of all that hope, boys. I don't think this one looks interesting in the least. Like the most exciting thing about Sea of Thieves was engaging in naval combat yep. and launching one of us out of the cannon to board the other ship. That was so great. Right? And in Skull and Bones, what do you do? You fight another ship, and when you get it below a certain amount of health, you just hit a button. There's a very short quick scene of your crew jumping over, grabbing a chest, and coming back, and then you just move on to your next battle. So the fact that you're not getting out and getting into those like sword fights. Now, of course, Ubisoft did say that the footage that we saw was old and they've made a lot of changes. I don't know that I'm terribly interested in playing a game where you are only, for the most part, when you're out on the ocean, you're never leaving your ship. You're just sailing around. They even show them collecting ore and chopping trees. Even that stuff you don't get out of your ship for. They're just sitting there in the boat, and then all of a sudden they collect all these mats. Yeah, it so, has to be a lot more dynamic. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there is footage of you, you know, running around on foot. They did say there's things like these treasure hunts and things of that nature. But from what I saw, I'm not terribly excited to try it out. And also, when you do multiplayer, I don't think this is going to let you all be on the same boat you're just going to be a fleet of ships yeah and i have i have very little interest in doing that yeah to your point though like them saying oh this was old footage you're watching sounds a little bit like it sounds like backpedaling to me because of the negative reaction or if it got out and they're like yeah it does look kind of like a boring game it sounds like they're literally just trying to be like hey let's just backpedal a little bit and just be like hey guys it's just old footage the game has changed a lot well we haven't seen a change in four years because 2018 <laughs> minus negative 2022 or whatever the math is there's four years that's a long time to make a lot of changes to the game and i haven't seen them my my biggest thing with this is in my brain and maybe this is my fault but in my brain i imagine skull and bones being this mmo where you have these central hubs and you're recruiting pirates and you're trying to find things and you're doing these quests and then you're going out on your ship and sailing around this massive ocean 
finding islands, getting off your ship, exploring these islands, you know, maybe getting into gunfights and, and, and pistol fights and stuff like that, or digging up treasure chests and, you know, Sea of Thieves type stuff. And everything that we have seen says that you absolutely live on your boat 100% of the time. Now, they did show a guy that was off of the boat walking up to what looked like a, you know, a cabin built on an island or something. But it almost looked like that was just a, like a scripted event to where it's like if you, if you press a menu button and you're like, hey, I want to go to my inventory, that little cutscene is going to play. You know, and then you get an inventory screen. It didn't seem like it was dynamic in that regard. And what I saw from, and I know it's changed, but again, a lot of this stayed the same as well. But from the 2018, 23 minute video, all they did was the exact same thing over and over and over again. They'd fight a ship, they'd board it, they'd take the, the loot, they'd go on, they'd fight a ship, they'd board it, they'd take the loot, they'd repair their rinse ship, and repeat. you know, rinse and repeat. Yeah. And I just went, like, is this it? Because if this is what they're showing to get people hyped, it's having the exact opposite effect, man. Like, this is really putting me off of this game because I'm bored after 20 minutes of it. And that's my biggest fear, man. For a game that's been in development for 10 years now, eight years, something like that, I was really hoping they'd have a lot more gameplay aspects to show off. I mean, just go. Just go play Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and I think it's going right. to be better than what we're going to get from this. Right, right. exactly. It, it, yeah, it seems like it would be. In this case, honestly, with all the repetitiveness and the the single direction on the game, like if you could only be in your boat, like, I don't know, it sounds like a mobile game to me. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, <laughs> yeah. like, like, PC games are more dynamic. If you've got, like, hey, let's go around, let's do things, let's do more stuff. Like, all we're doing is boats. Save you guys, self, save yourselves $120 million and just release a mobile game where it, you're sailing around and shooting people with games. It seemed very one dimensional. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. And that makes me really, really sad because I was looking forward to this one. I would love to have a great pirate game. Sea of Thieves had some really fun moments and then it just got too repetitive. Maybe just by nature, sailing, grabbing a chest over and over. I don't think that's the formula. Someone's going to have to come up with something a little bit more creative than that. Yeah, so, and I think Atlas did a good job with it, but the game was so broken that mm, it's hard to play. And they had a good thing going, but it was very broken. So somebody please out there, please make a pirate game that's going to be fun. And maybe we'll deep dive <laughs> this one. Maybe we'll be wrong. Maybe we'll eat our words in you know a few months or a year when it comes out. I hope so. But I, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, and as much as I'm looking forward to the new Monkey Island game, uh, I'm not talking about a really good point-and-click pirate game. I want a really good action (laughs) pirate game. All right, so let's move on to the next story because we are quickly running out of time here. There was a character artist who worked for Bethesda, and they just recently quit, and they had signed an NDA where they are not allowed to talk about (laughs) current projects. Apparently, he thought that if you just quit... You're released from your NDA. Uh, spoiler alert, that's not how it works. This guy <laughs> might be in some legal trouble. A lot. A lot of legal trouble, maybe. And he came out and tweeted a bunch of information about Starfield that I thought was interesting. Because we even said, we have not had any leaks about Starfield. Nobody really knows anything, which I thought was rather remarkable. And all of a sudden, now it actually did happen. So in the news that we got, anything that stuck out to you guys? Can I just read the spoiler? Because it might be hard to find. And so it's it's one of these things where I, maybe if I just read it to the people that are listening, they'll kind of get an idea of what some of the spoiler was. Sure. Go, go for, for it. it. 
All right. So this is what the actual guy that worked at Bethesda said. So this is like the major snippet. This is the the news. So he said it was a cool, solid place to work. Very secure. The engine is a piece of poo, though. Todd is a charismatic guy. Starfield is looking good. Weekly Thursday playtest since the beginning of the year. More and more stuff coming online. Shooting feels all right. Flying is terrible at the moment. In my opinion, it's just not fun for me. Lighting and stuff is looking better and better, though it's not at the level of HFW. Horizon Forbidden oh, West. Oh, that's right, because they did work on Forbidden West. That's oh, right. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Or anything like that, but still a good-looking game. In terms of it will ship on time, well, they will try, that's for sure. They'll cut what they did to... They'll cut what they need to do, etc. If they have an overabundance of content, probably too much, so that's not the issue. Finding the fun and, of course, bug fixing is the big thing. It's a sexy date, though, and you only get one of these. Beta is this summer. That's when the picture will become truly clear. Now, the date is 11-11-22. That's the, the release date for Starfield. What do you guys think about this? Anything that jumps out at you? I love hearing overabundance of content. I do too. I love right? hearing that. <laughs> yes. Just give me a lot to do. The, the, the galaxy is a very big place. Just let me explore. Let me fight. Let me run missions. Give me a compelling story. And I will be happier than a pig in mud. And when I hear overabundance of content, I love it. So even if they do need to scale back a bit, I love that they shot for the stars first and then they're going to pull back if needed. Yeah, and I think also there, there's one thing that came in the article a little bit later on on that where um, it was saying on the air quotes, the engine is a nightmare or a piece of poo or whatever they said. <laughs> That's not necessarily what you're going to experience as a user. Yeah. He was referring to working on the engine was a the nightmare. The developer side. Yeah, the developer side of it is absolutely horrid. Um, as far as the lighting and stuff, I, I don't care. Like Bethesda's never had the best graphics. They've been fine. Skyrim looked good. It didn't look great in 2011 right. when it came out. Looked good. Looked fine. It was the content that I liked in that game, not so much how immersive the world looked, which it looked good enough. And so, to Paul's credit and his point as well, it's all about the overabundance of content. That's what I want. Yep. And I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> the The two things that I really liked confirmed from this leak was two things. Number one, space flight, because we weren't sure, right? We didn't know, are you yeah. going to be able to pilot your ship in space and manually fly around and kind of do that? And this seems to confirm that, which makes me very happy. The other thing is he mentioned that shooting feels all right. So yeah. that tells me that you can land on a planet and then you have combat that is on a planet. And I absolutely love that sense of being out in space, seeing a planet or something landing, you know, and, and doing that. He could be referencing space flight combat, which I'm down with that too. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like if it has both. Yeah, for sure. Then I'm very happy. I don't uh, like Michael, you hit the nail on the head on this one. Bethesda gra graphics have always been okay. They've never been terrible. They've never been great. I don't care about that with Starfield. I mean, it would be nice for the game to be pretty, but that is not what makes Bethesda games at all. The overabundance of content, a la Skyrim, Oblivion, and Fallout, and all of these other amazing Bethesda games is what I'm truly hungry for. If even like, even if they need to cut a little bit of it to make the release date, that should still give us more than enough content at that point. So I, this is good news to me. I know that he was kind of saying, hey, it's not there yet. And we're only a few months away from that. But I'm feeling pretty good based off of this leak that came out. Yeah, and I had a buddy um, a while back who, ironically enough, it's like the dream story, right? He 
ended up working for a developer as a game tester. And one day they said, hey, would you like to make games instead and became a game designer? And he said that the the, the development of games, like he says, so much work happens in the last two or three months. He says it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare because you work a 40-hour work week until, you know, for years until the last couple of weeks. And then you're literally, it's like the movies where you're sleeping under your desk for a half an hour to get back up and work on the game again. So by saying it's not there yet, we know that games are, are really polished in the last couple of months. It doesn't concern me at all. One of the things he said in that was that the systems are coming online. You know, he said a lot of the systems are coming together because what happens is you have a lot of different teams developing a lot of different things. And then, like you said, closer to the end, they start to put those all together into the game. And so this guy saying, hey, all these systems are starting to come together now is honestly another good thing, in my opinion. Like, he's not saying, hey, this isn't working or any of that stuff. So interesting leak. This guy's going to be in trouble, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it might go the other way. It might go where they scare him a whole bunch on his NDA. And then it might be something where they realize that sometimes any press is good press and it ends up being a good thing because guess what we're doing right now we're talking about starfield yeah but we didn't sign an nda so (laughs) right exactly but but everybody this week's going to be talking about this and now all that's going to do is create more hype for the game so it might be something where they scare this guy a little bit and say hey listen don't do it again and also if you didn't quit you're fired yeah (laughs) yeah he definitely already quit he already had his last right and yeah i I felt like there was nothing that scared me here i think if, if some people hear this engine is a piece of crap that's going to scare them, but it doesn't matter on the gameplay side as long as it's functional. Red Dead Redemption 1 famously cannot be ported to PC today because the coding is, is uh, I don't even know the right phrase for it. It's just such a mess. So yeah. as long as it performs, who cares? All right. And then hopping into our last story of the week, this might be my favorite one. So 2K Games has decided that they are going to make a game to compete with Rocket League. They are going to call this game Gravity Goal. By the way, a <laughs> That's terrible the name. worst name right, ever. Is that? It's such Gravity a bad name, goal. Gravity Goal. And instead of being in cars, like in Rocket League, you will be riding a Tron-like bike. All right. You guys know I absolutely love Rocket League. I play, no exaggeration, I probably play four to five matches of Rocket League every single day of my life. Sometimes more, but it's very rare that I go a day without hopping into to at least four matches. So for me to hear that there is a brand new competitor game to Rocket League, you know what that makes me feel like? Absolutely nothing because I could care less because I'll never stop playing Rocket League. (laughs) Like, why? Why try to copy that? That's one of those things where you just go, dude, they have mastered it. There's nothing we can do at that point. And Rocket League's already free. Like, how how can you compete with it? They have the full market share. Everybody loves it. It's a perfect game for what it is. Rocket League has nothing they can really do to improve upon. So I really can't imagine this game making enough of a dent into Rocket League that they're going to make a lot of money. The only thing I could kind of pick up on is that they did mention in the leaked information that you will be able to damage opponents' bikes by hitting them with a hockey puck-like disc. (laughs) So is this going to be a little bit of like Twisted Metal meets Rocket League? That's the only thing I could think. Maybe there'll be a little bit more of a combat 
bend to this. I like don't know. Demolition it's hard to Derby imagine. style. Do, do you know what yeah. the special mode in Rocket League is right now as we're recording this? A battle no, royale. Like some, yeah. Oh, nice. And guess what they're doing? You basically <laughs> take out the other Rocket League cars. You can you can like grab them and then throw them into these spikes. So, I mean, and it's terrible, honestly. Like, maybe I'm just a purist for Rocket League, but this mode sucks, in my opinion. And you guys know I love Twisted Metal. So it's like, okay, that would be great. But they're two different games. You don't mix Rocket League and the mechanics and sports aspect of that with, like, car demolition type stuff either. Uh, This... I could be less impressed by this news because it's just one of those things where Rocket League is perfect. You can't take on Rocket League and try to copy it. Like you could try to do something new, but if you're just saying we want to make a game that's going to compete with that and you call it Gravity Goal, right. man, it's like, okay, well, I, that's off my interest list immediately. I feel like I can imagine right now the developer's room when they came up with this idea and it goes something like this hey guys rocket league is really good there's not much out there like it i think we can but it's been out for a little bit i think we can totally harness this market right, so what do you want to use bruce and bruce is like boats dude dude <laughs> boats. boats and they're like nah man boats are just ah, we gotta do the water it's gonna be a nightmare like what about bicycles what about motorbikes bruce write that down yeah let's do but uh, remember that movie tron it was really cool let's do tron bikes <laughs> yeah and that's what they did uh, i can't imagine that this is gonna turn out well uh to to what you were saying earlier josh i feel like knockout city is the right approach what is like a game that we can make free to play that's like 3v3 and they're fast matches and you can just keep playing over and over that to me made sense i don't i don't know that this is going to be different enough from rocket league that it's going to matter yeah i can't see it to be honest i don't think any of us really care about this game at all my, the nope. only thing I care about is just the name. Like, maybe workshop that for another day or Gravity two. Gravity Goal. <laughs> right. It sounds right. like a placeholder name. I, so maybe oh, it won't even be the final I name. So. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, we are all out of time for today. So that was This Week in Gaming. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We will be back with a quick take episode now on Saturday. I'm going to have to get used to start saying oh, that. Oh, yeah. Nice. And then after that, we will have our full hour-plus-long episode, which will be a bonus round on Monday. So we really hope that you guys enjoy the new format with the quick takes. And then uh, come check us out on socials at MultiplayerPod and on Patreon at MultiplayerSquad.com. I think that's it, guys. I think it's time to go hop into some Overwatch. I was going to say, right? (laughs) It's time, Michael. Yeah. I got All a right. grocery store pickup to do, but yeah. I'll be right in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, happy gaming, everybody. We'll see you next time. Cheers, all. See you, everybody.